Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. The boys are back, are back at our normal three-week schedule. We took two weeks from our last episode and then took some time off at Christmas. So welcome everyone, and today we have on the show with us Mr. Eric. Welcome. Hello. Mr. Andy. Hello everyone. He's back from sabbatical from our last one. Uh, we have Mr. Stevie. Hey, guys. Mr. Patrick. Hey, hey. And someone you haven't heard in a while who may seem like a new cast member, but Cody. Hi, that's me. <laughs> you haven't heard him before. He's back. <laughs> that's true. I, I I took a long sabbatical on accident. <laughs> It's mostly called... time zones. Mostly time zones and weekends are difficult for me. Yeah, mis- mistaken time. <laughs> uh huh. Moving right. on. So we're back with you. Today's topic, unlike last week's topic or last time's topic, which was winter underwear, which we never really talked about, but that's okay. We had a good show. Today's going to be what we dislike in underwear because all of us love underwear but there are certain things that drive us crazy that we don't particularly like depending on what style it is or fabric or colors or whatever we have things we don't like and that makes our underwear feel even better to us when we avoid these crazy things we don't like so we'll kick it off because i know mr andy has a list so we'll kick off with his first item On his list, since he was super prepared and made a list, which I don't think anyone else did, including myself, didn't make a list. So what's the first thing on your list that that drives you crazy about underwear? Okay, the first thing is giant logos on a pouch. On a pouch? Yes, there are a few brands who shall rename nameless, where the pouch... (laughs) Sometimes it is emblazoned across the entire pouch, which perhaps the designer is thinking that draws attention. But for me, it draws attention to their logo, but not what's behind the logo, which is more of what I would be interested in seeing slash showing off. So I feel that the giant logos are a huge distraction and Anytime I see one, I just, I pass. Like, I can't, I can't buy one. But there is one brand who, uh, shall we name nameless, which has, like, over time decreased the size of the logo. So I do appreciate um, that. I don't mind a little one. It's just like when that's the focal point of the bulge that or the pouch, that is not the focal point for me. That's not what I want it to be. Talking underwear or swimwear or both um underwear there might be some swimwear out there but i think it's mostly underwear or maybe it's a combo of both we'll have an offline discussion about this because yeah the life of me i cannot think of a brand that currently does that but i know there are since you brought it up and once you tell me their brands i'll be like going duh yeah it's not always prevalent like it's i'm not seeing it on a ton of brands and it's not all the time but whenever i do see that it's a hard pass for me interesting that's not one i would have thought of very interesting okay mr eric what's one of your pet peeves on underwear 
for me, it's probably going to be the tag. Um, yes. Just depending on where the tag's located and how it's sewn. Sometimes the stitching around like where they put the like the name you have like the name brand where it's made and then like the it's just like very scratchy and I just don't like it at all. And then some tags um the second you after the first wash, they just kind of like wave all over the place. There there's been times where you know I've taken like fifty or sixty different photos and then you know, lo and behold the damn tag sticking out in every single one. And I'm just like, uh, it just, for me, it ruins the whole thing. I'm just like, I'm not about to do all that over again. And yeah. So I do prefer um, tagless underwear. That's especially a big issue on thongs. Exactly. When you have like a tag that's wider than the back of the thong, like who's going to like, no, no, you got to cut it off. (laughs) Or worse than thong. Long weird tag going down the middle. That's so, yes. so bizarre. Yeah, right. even on even on like brands where like where maybe even like a G string or lace, it's like there really shouldn't be a tag on there. Like it's gonna show through, and it's ugly. Like it it's gonna take away from the whole look of things. And yeah, just don't do it. Mine is the tags that itch you. It's whether it's a long tag or one that's sewn on. Because there's one of my favorite brands has a pair that I absolutely love, except for the tag. And it's not one of those you can cut out because it's sewn all the way around. So it's stuck in there. So I wear it inside out when I wear it. (laughs) As I'm like, I love this pair. I just can't deal with this tag. But luckily, brands are making tagless, so they print it on the underwear. Or they have terrible tags now, a lot of brands. So once you get it, you can just... Tear it right out. Which oh, I thought, I thought you said terrible, like awful, not tearable. <laughs> you can tear it out. I'm sitting here like, I feel dumb. <laughs> well, <laughs> shut up, Tim. Well, You're doing this really great thing called terrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible, but it's so great that it's terrible. We love it. <laughs> the tags are tags are usually a big one that everyone hates. But that's a new perspective on tags. I didn't think about pictures, Eric, and stuff Probably like that. I do yeah, when it's have... a photo shoot, but other than that, I don't think about myself. Yeah, like for me, because like I don't really focus on that um, specific area that like sometimes I I don't even realize it's sticking out. And then um, I'm that kind of person. I have to take like 100 pictures just to maybe use a handful of them. And then like (laughs) the tags just sticking out in every single one. And it's just like, I can't fix that. I was like, "Eh, we'll just try it again another day. Or just Photoshop. (laughs) Yeah, but even then, it's just like, that's a lot of work. I understand, (laughs) yeah. Well, you're up there with them. Okay, Mr. Patrick, what's one of your pet peeves? I have a lot. I was actually like Andy. I made a list. Um, Uh Uh-oh, Mr. List. Yeah, I I don't know what my number one is. Well, just tell us the first on your list. It doesn't have to be order of hatred. Since we're talking about thongs, one of the things I can't stand is when... It's like a more, I don't know how you describe it, like a waistband thong, but it also has fabric and that fabric will flip up 
You know what I'm talking about? If like your legs yeah, are talking about it has a waistband like a one inch waistband, but it also has fabric below it before yeah. it moves into the yes. Exactly. And so like when as you're moving around throughout the day or whatever, that that damn fabric will flip up. And I hate that. <laughs> it's not that it's uncomfortable, it just looks stupid. So that's one of my pet peeves about those types of thongs. Like I, I generally won't even buy those types of thongs anymore because I really can't stand it when that happens. So you want the either the waistband attached or the really thin waistband oh yeah totally when it comes to thongs definitely i don't quite understand what you mean yeah i can't i don't know how to explain it so you so you'd have a thong like a waistband right okay and attached to the waistband would be fabric that basically like an inch or so yeah that goes you know to the pouch so it'll go around underneath the waistband. It'll go all the way around the thong. <laughs> I'm the worst at explaining. We'll see the examples afterwards. Okay. Think of like yeah. the sh- think of like the bottom of your shirt flipping up. Yeah, you know, go- while you're wearing it. The way the the waistband part is is the elastic piece, and then you have the actual fabric that could have been a brief, but but, it, but instead of being a brief, cuts to a thong. So it's like the separation exactly. with the two. You know, they they don't seem to go in sync, and one will flip or or get out of whack when it's separated. Exactly, that was a perfect <clears throat> description, Stevie. Yeah, so Especially when you, for, for me it's the opposite. Unfortunately, I mine flips yeah. down, but we the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it can flip either way. Yeah, <laughs> depending on who you are and how you wear your underwear. Hey, it can also flip off. <laughs> well, we'll save that for you a little bit later. Um, <laughs> Mr. Stevie, what's one of yours? Um, well, what I was just thinking about, I guess, kind of in a similar uh, to, to tags, is I, why I like the look of underwear with like interesting appliques or like logo stuff. They often either don't hold up well or they are not like they don't wear the same way. So, like, I know there's a few brands that have like rubbery um, applications that go on underwear and in a photo or like and when you're shopping for them, they look really cute. But in real life, like, they never like hold up with the elastic of the underwear. They, you know, get all weird in the wash. So, super annoying. When you so spend like the, the silk screen printing stuff, like the logos oh, on the back. And, and but when stuff like that wears off and you're like, oh, I spent money on this because of the cool design. And then it can't hold up past like five washes. That's no fun. Yeah, that's I have several pairs that still wear great. But the logo, like the logo or whatever was on the back is now sort of like chipped away and. You kind of see it, you kind of don't. Yeah, I think that as uh, sublimation printing is becoming more and more prevalent, hopefully a lot of that will be eliminated because it will be more companies will get it so it's actually permanently in the material as opposed to being screen printed on with a like a essentially what is a paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like um, on underwear versus like on a shirt or something, there's a lot more give and stretch, and like that's where you loosens up the screen printing or whatever the application is, and it comes off a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Look at Cody pulling out some knowledge bombs. <laughs> I am a designer. I am now too, but we'll more on that later. <laughs> um, that's a good one, Stevie. I didn't think of that one. That's a good one. Okay, yeah, Mr. you know, Cody. I noticed that on swimwear too. Like it, that's really frustrating on a, on a nice like swim brief or something when they like, if we're not mentioning brands but there's one in particular that i think they did a lot of screen printing across the butt and i 
I don't like, especially because, you know, then it's with chlorine and water and sun and all that. And it just looks like shit after a couple of times. Well, not everyone can have extreme printing that I'll support you because it's it can be expensive for that sort of stuff. It reminds me of some of the swimwear where they have like disclaimer, don't wear this as swimwear. Even though it's swimwear, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't wear this. Don't wear don't in water. Wear this like, this is meant to be just poolside, not actually in yeah. the pool. Yeah, pool party where you don't get wet. Yeah, ones that say like you know, um, tanning ocean lotion or oils may deteriorate the fabric. Like yeah. That, oh you know, yeah. Like that doesn't seen, really help. I haven't seen the ones that say don't don't use the swimwear, but it's swimwear. I, yeah, generally I that from, tends to involve glitter or yeah. something sparkly. Oh, okay. Now I get it. I mean, it makes sense, but still, like, it's well, sad. It, there was one I got when I was, like, in my 20s from International Mail, and it was a purple metallic glittery, and it definitely the big tag on it when I opened it was, do not wear in a pool, only wear in the ocean, because the chlorine from the pool will ruin the material. And I'm like... Well, I live in Kansas, so I guess I won't be wearing <laughs> well, this. Well, <laughs> you would have kept it. Now we have saltwater pools. Problem yeah. oh, solved. No, I, think I actually do still have it. Yeah. So you can wear the saltwater pool. <laughs> yep. Problem solved. I mean, at this point, it's so old because, I mean, it still looks fine. I wouldn't care if it got ruined, though, because I've had it for 20-some years, you know? If it's International Mill Undergear, sell it on eBay for tons of money because people buy that stuff. Really? I didn't know that. It's like a collector's item now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll sell it on my swap shot through the Speedo movement, so that way we can use the money for our hosting and stuff. See, well, you you need to sell on eBay so you can get people bid and left and right on that. Yeah, that probably would make more money, but honestly, that's a lot more work. And I'm kind of with Eric. I like to take the path of least resistance. (laughs) No, I'm shocked. I'm totally shocked. I'm about to... I've spent a lot of energy in my life in the last couple of years working on making it as simplistic as possible. <laughs> I'm about the Benjamin, so I'll be putting it on eBay. Um, this bitch is broke and needs some money, so we put it on eBay. Okay, Cody, so what's one of your pet peeves? I think I have two major ones, but the one that annoys me the most is I hate wide elastic waistbands. I, I cannot stand them. I don't care how soft they are. I don't care. I just, I don't like it. They always like flip over. They don't sit right on me. It seems like on my body where they sit is right at the difference from when like I have no belly fat to when my like tummy starts. And it just makes me feel like I am fatter than I probably am. And the waistband irritates me and it flips down and you can't, it just, irritates the hell out of me all day so i never buy those anymore uh, what do you consider a wide waistband well like maybe two inches or more you know like the ones that have like the like kind of the old school looking elastic wide calvin klein had some in their steel collection a few years ago oh and... you're talking about the uh, nearest ones you're talking about yeah yeah so... kind of like those old school jock straps um, yeah that's like a which... two inch yeah right yeah. I'm, not, which... I'm not a big fan of those myself which may be, which is coming, bikes coming back. Yeah, I saw that. Stevie um, uh, said that to me. Yeah, they're, they're ramping back up. They're from Atlanta. Did you, did you know that, Tim? They were originally in Atlanta. Yeah, I knew that. I got all the questions right in their trivia, of course. 
that <laughs> if you're on their Instagram story, they had a pick which one and got them all right. I was like, yeah, this wasn't even hard. <laughs> That's awesome. When you've been in the underwear business as long as I have, you know all this history and yeah. tips and tricks. And so we're not going to get Cody a new bike jock strap then. Yeah, I'm going to find Cody a three inch uh, wine waistband <laughs> pair of underwear. <laughs> Don't waste your money. Oh, <laughs> somebody has like the six inch, six or eight inch wide waistbands. Oh, no. Tr- what? Is more... to make you slimmer. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, isn't that more <laughs> like Spanx type thing? <laughs> but even I those, s- like, even that still feels like it doesn't ever stay up. Like, and some of my running um, compression short underwear things that are like, I, I don't know really how to call them. They're not boxer briefs per se. They're more like longer. I thought that I would like that for when, when I was running and I don't even like those because they have like a four inch waist on them. And I'm like, no, it just makes me feel like I'm a hot belly. Just <laughs> disgusting. It's just, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Cody feels like a pig in a blanket. Exactly. Like a stuffed fucking sausage. And you know, it's <laughs> just not my thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what I need. I need something for the gym that just kind of like, squeeze of everything in nicely and then when i get home to take it all off it's like opening up uh, a can of biscuits uh, exactly. <laughs> can of biscuits. exactly. <laughs> i you need coke it and it pops out yeah <laughs> you need you need that heavy duty spandex to wear yeah that's that hard stuff. to get on and off anyway though like that's another thing like shapewear for men I was at a department oh my God. store. I was like, I can't do this. I, I like got stuck in it. And I felt like my wife, because sometimes when she goes and tries on clothes, she gets stuck in them because she has such large breasts. And like, literally, I can't tell you how many times she's been like, can you come help me get out of this? And I was at the um, department store. I was like, this will help me just feel like I, you know, can just wear the fitted shirts without showing so much jiggle. And it took me like 25 minutes to get out of that motherfucking thing in the and it's I was like, like wrestling. No. It's, it's like a wrestling A to get oh. it on. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. And you get stuck at certain positions. You're like, I'm stuck. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> you can't get it on well, or off. Breathe. Yeah. And then once you get it on, you're like, okay, I'm good. And then trying to get it off, it's like you need to like do an I love Lucy and stick it on a doorknob and hope you can get it off. Yeah. It, those are bad. You think they would like have like a zipper in the front or something, you know, Velcro something to make this easier to get on. But no, shapewear for men just is a nightmare. Yeah, that's a good Hold idea. Like a, they could do like a like a flat kind of one of those zippers that they do on a lot of athletic wear that wouldn't be bulky or show under the clothes. And if they hit it kind of in the right spot, it wouldn't poke or cause any lumps or anything. And then you could maybe actually get it on and off. Uh, oh, I, I can say from experience that it's not any easier. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have one with a zipper, and it's you know it's just as tough because think about it, all the stuff, all this, the trouble you're trying to do getting yourself into the tight one. Once it's on, it's on. But then once you get the you know this one on, you're like you gotta zipper yourself into it. It's not exactly easier. So it's like when I go on vacation and I pack too much. I pack like twenty days worth of clothes for five days. And I'm trying to right. suitcase. <laughs> you can't sit on top of your belly to put it on. <laughs> you need someone to sit on top of you to put it on. That's what, you that's what he's saying. 
all of us on our if when we get together, we're all gonna have to help each other get into our shapewear before we go out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a pro, so if anyone needs a tip. <laughs> I love That's it. funny. Okay. Go Stevie. Go Stevie. <laughs> Didn't think of that. We need to reimagine mint shapewear. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little more user friendly. Or how about, how about we, just keep, we keep focusing on the fact that, you know what, we should just try to do our best to accept what we are. We're not going to always have to be perfect and smooth and ripped and all that. Well, I would love to agree with you there, Cody, but the problem is most men's clothing, especially dress wear, is like a button down. Yeah. Sometimes the one, like, just a little bit too much makes that button in the pop in the front pop out, and it's very uncomfortable. So yeah, no, I a yeah, little suck and pull helps keep that from happening. So yeah. um, and, out dinner. I do stress where it's a scam because it's never the size it says it is. You always have to go up like two to four inches in the waist. Ugh. Yeah, because yeah. I well, wear way too big clothes, and I'm like, I am not this big in jeans or anything else. Liars. Okay, I'll share one of my pet peeves. I hate pouches that are too small and you fall out of them. That is one of mine that just drives me insane. And we know brands out there, and I'm sure some of you are thinking of brands that you know (laughs) that this is. I'm not mentioning names, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I recently bought one. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the hell? I I, I was thinking of a different one, but... I know which friend you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's just one of my biggest ones where you put it on and you're just like, or I can just look at it now in the pictures and go, yeah, no, that's just <laughs> not going to work. Well, and here's what I want to know. Like, first of all, I am fully willing and able to to say I'm just an average guy. I'm not like, I don't have like a Gila monster in between my legs. So uh, I don't understand if I'm too big for them. Like, uh, I don't under- like who designed this shit. Like, like is this That's... was this what the hell? <laughs> what I'm wondering. So, if you need a bigger pouch, it's out there. There are plenty of brands that specialize in that, right? But it's like, come on now, just a normal size pouch, not one where it's like you move and you know you sort of fall out of it. Or as yeah. the day goes on, it's like, what the hell's the point of this underwear? And that kind of also is, that's one of those things for me too. Like I know a lot of, I hear that a lot of men, you know, find it fun to wear women's underwear, but for that very reason, I don't think I ever could because it's like, I, I just feel like I'm just falling out all over the place. And that's that's like the, that's like pointless to me. I mean, I don't judge people that want to do that if that's what's fun for them, but it annoys me. I agree with you, Tim. (laughs) Are you gonna are you gonna say something, Mr. Andy? Yeah, so I've got this swim thong. Now I've got a thong, like an underwear thong from the same brand. Works great. But this swim thong, the pouch is smaller. And I didn't like I knew it was smaller, obviously, when I was putting it on because I had to really tuck everything in. But I was taking some pictures and didn't realize till afterwards, like one ball was completely like, <laughs> like I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, this is a great photo. And then I'm like, wait a minute. All right, this isn't for Instagram. Well, um, no, you put that on like, Twitter. You had to like tuck everything in and like one wrong move and out, you know, flops a ball. So it is a little annoying. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, there's my right nut just hanging out. 
I, that's the same thing with me and just certain one with the pouch size and, and kind of like Cody, like, you know, I'm, I'm not all that big myself, but there, there's some, you know, average meat hanging in there, but you know, some of these underwears, like I see them I'm like, Oh, that looks great. I size up one, sometimes even two, because I'm like, okay, well, my size generally is not going to fit because there's not that much elastic to it. But then I order another or two sizes up, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This looks exactly like the other size. And then, like Andy said, like, you know, you try to put everything in in one slight move, and, you know, freaking balls hanging out. Your, jackpot. It's just, yeah, it's just hanging out <laughs> from left it and right. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Major, I think my uh, favorite. I think that's the title. Going on. What were you saying? Go ahead. I, I think the title of this show should be called "An Out Popped a Ball." <laughs> I'll come up with the title. Don't worry. Uh, the weasel. Someone, oh, the underwear Dewey Decimal System. That was the one we named. That I think Andy came up with. <laughs> An out popped a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So back to Mr. Andy, what's next on your list? So uh, stale brands. There are a few brands which I really like, but they don't offer enough new stuff, like new styles, new colors, new fabrics, whatever, that just kind of gets stale after a while. And after you've worked your way through all of the colors you like, you would just like to have, you know, a few more options, something new. I can see that. Because you have certain brands which has their sort of like classics, but then they come out with other stuff. But you're talking about the brands who just have the same stuff. Yeah, like maybe colors. once every three years something new comes out. And, you know, right. it, and especially when it's a brand you love, right? You want to buy everything possible. But once you have bought everything possible, then you have to go find something else. It's sad. And then you have the exact opposite problem with other brands. One of my favorite brands, which we all know and love, where it's every week. Hey, Andrew. Um, <laughs> but you can't possibly buy everything, even though you want everything. Yeah, that's hard to keep up on. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Everyone should know what brand that is just by that. <laughs> if you don't, DM me and I'll tell you. Yeah, especially even with, with the swimwear on that brand. And it's just like, it's like, oh, great. You know, you got f five new swim thongs and you order all five. And then it's like the next week, five more. And it's like, geez, like, <laughs> it's like as much as I want, like, I, I can't. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, it's damn it, I want this too. I want this yeah. and I want this. Uh, I, I did that. I did that probably twice last year with Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I have a mortgage I have to pay. <laughs> well, we need to be taking a book from Andrew because he's paying his mortgage and then some. Probably. Oh, love him. Talked to him the other day. He's supposed yeah. to come back on, but we'll narrow him down. But yeah, I know a couple of brands, Andy, that, that do that. They're out there, but it works for them. They wouldn't be doing it. So I just, you know, I want to give them more of my money. They just need to make me new stuff. <laughs> well, I agree. I think you should. Especially if you have a classic lineup, you should always do like the limited edition colors, prints, something to spark a little interest here and there. Because exactly. it wouldn't take that much, because all you do is use the same pattern and throw in a new fabric. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Patrick, 
Tell us the next on your list. Hmm. Actually, I want to go back to tags for a second because I just thought of something. We were talking about tags, you know, being printed on the fabric. And there's some brands that do it on the outside of the underwear. And I hate that. I don't even know why any brands would do something like that. I feel like you're wearing like uh, something in like prison like, where you've been like, know. tagged. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Like it just looks like crap. Why, why on earth would you ever put it on the outside of the underwear? I just, I, if it was a logo, sure. But like, I'm talking about the actual tag. It just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, uh, moving on from that, <laughs> I think maybe like pilling, like I can't stand it when, you know, you buy a pair of underwear and I'm meticulous about how I take care of my underwear. Like they're always washed on gentle cycle together and they are always, you know, hung dry. Always. I've never yeah, dried my underwear. We don't either. And yet some brands, for whatever reason, some pairs will still have a pilling issue and I can't stand that. And I don't know why, you know, and you could buy a pair of underwear from another brand with the same fabric and no issues but some brands have yet to nail it down on on how to take care of that issue and i just can't stand that because it just looks terrible interesting i will be doing a podcast with an underwear maker very soon about how to make underwear and i may bring these up with him well the pelling comes from it comes from shorter fibers used to actually make the thread so it breaks more and pills more because it's not as high quality the longer the fibers the less pilling there will be really that's very interesting mm-hmm. you're buying some cheap stuff is what cody's trying to say <laughs> i know okay. no, Apparently, no excuse me that. daddy warbucks over there is not cheap trust me <laughs> well i'm not saying the underwear well, he'll know he might be getting yeah you might be paying too much for what you're getting right well doing. you know it's it's interesting because it's it's a lot of like brands that have like tried maybe newer brands. So they're smaller brands that maybe just aren't using as quality fabric as some of the larger brands that I normally would buy from. So you might be spending 20 or 30 bucks a pair, but the quality just might not be as good as the larger brands. So that's quite possible. Yep. We'll, we'll steer you the right way, which brands have high quality materials, mister. <laughs> Talk to well, us I'm, I'm trying to spread we'll the wealth. Steer. I'm trying to spread the wealth. If I see a new brand, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll try this out. And then I usually wear it once and throw it out because it just never works. So I told you we've got to sell your underwear to I get us know. on microphones. Don't be throwing shit away. <laughs> I Always don't pay big money week. for yours. <laughs> I told you to send them to me, Mr. <laughs> Sorry. Boys will buy underwear. Uh We've had this discussion. We're going to sit you in the corner now. <laughs> Is someone going to spank me or? He's going to spank <laughs> me anywhere in the corner. No spankings for you. Uh, yeah, no spanking oh, Not for you now. <laughs> Not for throwing away underwear. That's, Only if he didn't like it. Mm, I don't know what to say. I am just beside myself right now. <laughs> throwing <laughs> Who is so rich they can throw underwear away? Huh? Huh? Justin I'll tell Bieber. You. Patrick. I heard, I heard somewhere that Justin. No, I heard Justin Bieber only wears a pair and then throws it away after he's worn it once. Well, oh, don't get me boy probably doesn't this. wash his ass. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if you're, if you're, I mean, I, I get it. When you're like filthy rich, 
Like you could do whatever the hell you want. I just, I don't understand like, Oh, I'm only going to wear this once and then toss it out. Like it's so wasteful. It's it, ridiculous. It really is. Wow. So, says the guy who's throwing out underwear. I was about to say, says the person I don't want to say anything. At least anything, you're not but... throwing it out daily. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. Oh, uh, Patrick. Mm. You Sorry. Start wait, selling wait, it I don't... or repurposing it? I, I throw away my underwear when it gets old and you don't want it anymore. I don't. Well, yeah. We're not well, talking about Everyone old, does that, but nobody not really after this, it like, and... once and you don't like it. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's not old. Yeah, it's exactly. I'm wearing like, it. Patrick is isn't twice. old. Patrick just wore. I don't like this. I'm getting rid of this. Exactly. As we've already had this. Discussion. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I will do that. But it it usually is like like okay. So if I wait a few years, they'll sit in the in the drawer forever and ever. And then I'll get to a point where it's like I've never worn these. I hate them. Then I'll throw them away. So I might have only worn them once, but they've been in my drawer for a couple of years. And then I get I've rid done, of them. I've done that. And then I or I'll buy a pair and I'll be like, oh, these are really tight. Like maybe if I, you know, lose a few pounds, they might fit a little bit better. And then, you know, I just forget about it. And then I end up gaining more weight. And just right. Like, okay, we're, we're, this isn't going to happen. So, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about there. I just, <laughs> very good, Patrick, even though uh, I can't even Patrick. <laughs> Moving on That's to Eric. Right. Patrick, just send your old underwear to Tim. We've already had a discussion. <laughs> we were supposed to sell it to get us all microphones because people would buy Patrick's underwear. Uh, we had this discussion probably on a podcast you weren't on. But... No, I remember that one. I was on that one. <laughs> Making sure because I don't remember. Uh, well, it's hard to keep up. You're 10 years older than me. Your memory might be starting to go. <laughs> oh, someone's getting fired on the couch. <laughs> and this is fine. Some, someone's just moved, moved past from getting spanked <laughs> to getting stabbed. Shit. <laughs> um, good thing Jay's about to come mm. back. Yay. Um, <laughs> so, but moving on to Eric before this gets even uglier. um you have another one yeah for me it it has to do with the type of cut and especially when it comes to brands that i've never really tried before you know they typically on websites they typically tend to use these models that have like zero percent body fat and it's like, okay, you know, well, it looks great on them. And, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a little chunky in certain areas. Um, but when the pouch in the front kind of has that narrow cut that you can't really see on the website, and then, yes. like, I put it on, and then it's like, you know, I, and then, like, I look at myself in the mirror, and then I'm just like, oh, great, well, my foop is hanging out from the sides. So, <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to wear this. <laughs> He did not just say your foot was hanging out. That was awesome. So that's in terms of coverage. (laughs) You just need a little more coverage than what is on. Yeah. So like sometimes those cuts can can be a little bit deceiving. Especially if you're not familiar with the brand. <laughs> okay, I changed my mind. God, it's I... not. It's not. And then a ball popped out. It's and then my football popped exactly. out. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, "What do you call that? Do you call it for a man? It 
Is it a I, fupa anyway? Like, <laughs> I yeah, I, I don't know if there's a, a real male version name for it. So, is it I, like I'm, a fuda, like a fat upper dick area? I guess. <laughs> penis works. It's the same thing. Fupa. Oh yeah, penis. That's true. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Work. So there you go. It is a fupa. Okay, Mister. Um, oh, yeah, I needed that. So, uh, That's my ab workout. <laughs> I would think I, I think there's some. Um, I have some brands and mostly in a jock shop where. They attach the the strap part to not the waistband in the right way, so it's like to the fabric, and it's they never hold yes. up. It's like those like always end up tearing or ripping or coming undone in a matter of time. It's just like why did you not think structurally about this? Where's the architect involved? I guess that's my job, but um, very frustrating. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, yes. I think they need some structure, uh, structural engineering on some underwears, underwear brands. Stevie is available for consulting. Contact <laughs> us and we'll get you in touch. And, and I also can double as the non the zero body fat model person to test it out on. So I can tell you where the, the trouble spots are. Yeah, <laughs> Oops, yeah. Mike. <laughs> Tell them where the fupa comes out. There's some jock straps where like, Typically, the strap connects to the waistband and then the pouch part. But there, in some cases, it's it's almost more like a jock brief type thing that they're going right. for. So the strap kind of like attaches to the pouch. No, no, not not to the pouch, but there's like an <laughs> extra thickness part. of fabric that like kind of hangs mm. right under the butt cheek, and then just the way it's sewn right there. Like I have a few pairs that oh, it yeah. just it just digs into my um, you know my ass cheeks, and it's just it's not comfortable at all. I have one in particular that's actually like most infuriating because it's like a quarter of an inch from the actual waistband. I'm like, all we had to do was like bring it like just a little bit further and open the exact same pair of underwear that worked. Yeah. Falling apart. Like, why? See, I had a pair, I'll name names because they don't make it anymore. Calvin Klein Jock years ago that I don't know how they attached it to the pouch, but it fell off. It was one piece of elastic that went around back, not two. So that was annoying. It just Wait, came what? off. <laughs> Wait, what? All right. It was one. The leg straps were one piece of elastic. So they attached it to both sides. Then they sort of pinched it and flipped oh. it underneath oh, yeah. oh. and sewed it onto the pouch. So and the like, pouch like, came unsewn. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It was weird yeah, construction. Terrible. When it happened, I was like, what the hell? So you have a pouch. How do I get my money back for this? <laughs> and it was a comfortable job. <laughs> That was just crazy. Okay, you're up, Mr. Cody. What's another one? Okay, um, when it comes to thongs, I cannot stand when the strap that goes in your cheeks and in your crack um, is either too short or too long. Mm -hmm. And and most mm -hmm. of the time, I can handle it if it's a little too short. I hate it more when it's too long because then it starts creeping up your back and then it creates like a little slack line at your waistband where... It's like, what the hell is this? It's like a little extra handle on my, like, I, and I don't, I don't like it at all. It drives me nuts. So whenever I design them and make them, I'm really specific about the length of my strap on my thongs. How about you, thong voice? Do you agree? I totally agree with that. I hate it when it's too short and too tight against your taint. Like, like uncomfortably tight. Yeah. Like, I can't stand that. Yeah. It like digs into you all day. Like, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, it has that. to it definitely like have more at all. Definitely has to have more uh, elasticity in that specific area because yeah. I have some where it's just like way too tight. So I try to readjust it one way, 
then it's like <laughs> digging into the top part of my ass. Mm -hmm. And then if I try to move it again, it's like now it's too low in the front and it's just a constant struggle and I, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. And then if they're too long, then they rub and it, I, and I don't, I don't understand. It's just like, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they do that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 the worst is when it's, you don't think it's too long, but then the fabric stretches over the course of a day. Yes. It ends up being really like stretched out for some reason. And you're like, why is this happening? And it's very floppy at the end. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that too. And then it's like, you feel like every time you bend over, your thongs is going to hang out. Mm -hmm. Some people like that. Some people, okay. some people on this call sure, do it sure. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, in the right setting, especially. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've also had somewhere it's too wide. Like, yes. There's no way to comfortably have that in your cheeks. Like right. you can try and like fold it, <laughs> but it's still like pops out. Like it, yeah, yeah, like what Oregon style. Yeah, yes. I, that's exactly. Yeah, I just got this yeah. pair from a brand I won't say again, but I guess it was a Brazilian cut. You know, all the models they put them on these things, they they are skinnier and different bodies than me, and I just you know assume it's going to fit fine. And it's a very wide. Like I got the thong, and I couldn't tell which way was the front, and which way was the back. That's how wide the back was. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm supposed to shove it. Like I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I'm looking at like the models they're putting on. Like okay, these skinny boys like. It gently graces their butts. I'm like, okay, it's not going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think like you can make it look good if you're just standing there and not moving. But the second you move and it like, then your oh, ass eats I'm... half of the Brazilian and you're yep. like, I don't know if I have a thong on or a brief. I don't know what the hell's happening. My yep. poopa's hanging out. My ass is in the wrong spot. <laughs> like, this is just wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're wearing it out somewhere and you're just like, it, it's just uncomfortable all day. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Good point. Good point. I've, I've, I, I have a pair of those where, like, I've worn it, and then, you know, I think I wore it to the gym, and then, like, one side stayed, like, pretty nice on one cheek, and then the other side was, like, completely gone. So, if I'm, like, bending over, and you see that underwear line, like, it ain't cute. <laughs> Good. Well, so anyway, then an ass cheek popped out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is elastic waistbands that lose their shape when you wear them. Oh, yeah. Like when they stretch out and then they get wavy and like, like yes. popped. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I it too. Being a beefy boy where they just sort of fold over, even if your long, your thick waistbands will do that on regular boys, but beefy boys, it can happen in any pair. And it's like, ah, and they get stretched out. <laughs> Drives me insane. Yeah, and that. That's that's my one of my biggest ones lately. All right, Mister Andy, Mister Listmaker, what's next on your list? Oh gosh, we got through my list, and I your list? a long list. Well, others have taken some from my list. I didn't say it's a long list. They <laughs> copied your homework. Yes, yes, clearly. No, I think we all just have a lot of similar issues. Absolutely. Definitely. Mr. Patrick, do you have any more on your list? A couple. I mean, one one is consistency, which I talked about on the last podcast, and I named brands, and that's probably why we're not naming brands this podcast. But Patrick, uh, got us I in trouble. Not really. Yeah, I can't stand 
when you know you you purchase a pair and then you purchase an identical pair, just a different color or something like that, and it's completely <laughs> different. It's completely different. Like I just don't understand why there isn't consistency, especially with bigger brands. It, it just it 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 boggles my mind. I just well, don't understand it. There's a couple of reasons. One, they pay the people that make them like five cents a year to make them, um, and a lot of obviously overseas. Two, right. A lot of times in production, when when they're trying to go fast and and make huge quantities, they'll stack the fabric up layer after layer, and they use these big knives, these big electric knives to cut through. And when you're doing that, it's inevitably going to create you know differences in all of those pieces because it's like if you were to when you do that with like a stack of like vegetables or something, you don't get them all perfect because the fabric slides around in between each layer. So it's a combination of trying to produce too much too fast and people that honestly, I mean, if I got paid five cents a year to work, which I realize that's an exaggeration, but I really wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> but <I would> right. <clears throat> but it yeah, is annoying. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's, it's totally. annoying. It, it's yeah, like I didn't it, know that. that. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's why you can get a medium that literally feels like it's, and it would depend if it was at like this top of the stack, the middle of the stack, or the bottom. But some of them stack like. 50 to 100 layers that they cut through all at once and it just it's good for production and speed but it's not good for consistency and in my opinion like a a final product that is crafted in a way that provides a something that everybody will know if i'm getting a medium i'm getting a medium like i agree with you patrick sometimes you get one and it's like uh this is a medium but it's like cut like a large or there's like a random area of it that's too big or something and that's most of the time why why it does that right yeah, yeah. Oh, good to know Odie redeeming himself <laughs> am i rehired <laughs> eh, you're on probation okay i'll take um, it <laughs> do you have another one eric or are you um no that actually that what we just discussed was going to be another one of my things because i'm i'm that kind of person too where if there's a specific style that I like or like a color, it's like, Ooh, I like that. And it comes in four or five different colors. Like I'm that kind of person. That's just like, I want the entire set. And then it's like, I get it. And then, you know, one of them fits great. And then the other one's kind of tight. The other one, you know, it's, you know, a little off compared to the others. And it's just, it's not consistent or the stitching's wrong or something like that. So that whole whole insight of how they cut it to mass produce, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, that, that would be probably my, my third and final one, if you will. Nice. Mr. Stevie, any more? Um, I mean, you know, I think that's, you know, covers a lot of things. We all have a lot of similarities there. I think one that's just a a kind of a general, my, my always, if I repeat myself, on this one but it's just uh you know brands that even within the same brand the sizing is different um, you know between types of underwear which is really frustrating when you're like oh <clears throat> i finally found a brand that's good and i like it we get we get it you know five more styles in, in the same size you know like okay then you get this big range back and you're like that's even you know that's really frustrating when you're trying to keep it from experience yeah um, absolutely annoying definitely i think we're getting better but not we're not where we need to be Definitely in that area. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Cody? Any more? Wide waistbands, thong straps too large or too small, and size. I don't know. I think we pretty much have covered most of what I would say. 
Oh, I, I, I also, I hate it when you get a pair of underwear and I don't do it very often, but you find something that you really like, but it ends up being really cheap. And then like the fabric, it like wears off. Like somebody said pilling earlier. It's kind of like that, but like think if it's like a foil or something and you wear it once and then like all in the crotch area, all the foiling is rubbed off and it looks like you have some skanky ass old underwear on and you've only worn it once. I hate that too. Okay. You have to explain this more because I'm picturing you wearing like aluminum foil here <laughs> <laughs> well that wouldn't wear off that'd be awesome <clears throat> um no so like a lot of metallic fabrics on the cheaper stuff it's actually like a it's like a really thin foil that they that they put on top of the fabric to create that metallic effect and if you don't know that from when you're when you're buying it or shopping for it uh, some of them come off a lot easier than others. So then if you wear that under your jeans or something and you've worn it once or twice, like you'll notice the rub marks where the foiling is, where the metallic was supposed to be, but it just kind of flakes off. And it, it happens to an extent on a lot of metallics, but it's more on the cheap ones. But it just it's irritating because a lot of times I found cheap ones that I really like. But then, I, like I said, they end up looking like they're 10 years old and, a, and one or two wearings. And then it's just pointless. Okay. Gotcha now. I just <laughs> was not sure what you were talking about there for a minute. Yeah. Now I understand. Metallic shit just wears off, you know, because I like metallic. So I've got a lot of them. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, Mr. Patrick, what else is on that list? I thought of one, but it just left my mind. So I got to think of it again. Yeah, I, I really only have one more and doesn't really apply to me and probably doesn't apply to anyone on the podcast, but like trunks or boxer briefs. You know, the legs riding up. I can't stand oh, I hate that. that. And yes. I I refuse to wear trunks because, especially trunks, because the legs always ride up on me. I have huge, huge, huge legs. And, like, they just always ride up that I might as well have just worn briefs because they just look like briefs by the time I'm, like, done wearing them for the day. Yep. So I never wear trunks for that reason. Um, and some boxer That's briefs are the same way. Either. Exactly. I mean, yep. so, but... Yeah. There are some brands that do it well, you know, where the legs won't ride up, but the majority of them are terrible. Yeah, I agree. I have I have larger quads and thighs, and it definitely is a huge pet peeve of mine. And I just stopped buying them and wearing them because it was always like, why am I doing this? I'm fighting with these things. And then you feel like you have to pull them down all day long. And then people right. are like, what the hell are you doing? And it's like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just adjusting my ill-fitting underwear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all scrunched up under my pants. <laughs> yep, exactly. I totally agree with that one for sure. Yeah. And when I, when I was a little heavier, I was wearing like those trunks type things because they were keeping my thighs from rubbing together and, you know, when I'm trying to do cardio at the end of the day, my inner thighs look like Swedish fish. So I just figured, um, <laughs> kind of helped a little bit, but and then my But then like, you know, that's when I kind of, when I got, once I got a little more comfortable, I discovered like the, um, like the leggings types and I was like, Oh, well, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of, Offers that same protection between my yep. inner thighs and, you know, looks a lot more stylish and a hell of a lot more comfortable. So, moral of the story, don't wear the boxer briefs. Just go straight to leggings. Agreed. That is, yes. yeah, here, I here. 100%. Here, here. So, I guess that wraps up our discussion on what we dislike about underwear. I had one, but I can't remember what it is now. So, 
you'll have to keep guessing and I'll remember it one day and maybe I won't. So <laughs> who knows? It's my mind. It'll may pop to me and it may never come back. We'll get a random text on like Thursday night with you remembering it. Now you get a random text in like six months. Oh, here's what I was thinking six months. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're like, oh yeah, I vaguely remember that podcast. They're like, uh, okay, whatever. Freak. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I may or may not remember. Who knows? But thank you. See, and we stayed on topic this time, unlike the last show. So, yay. Tell everyone where they can find you. I'll start with Mr. Andy. You can find me on Instagram at the Scruffy Gay. And he should be like the cake boss because he's he's serving all the cake. Just saying. (laughs) And Mr. Eric. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at UndiesGeek85. And go follow him because he has some good memes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Chuckle. So go follow the memes. And Mr. Patrick, where can people sort of find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Briefspuff. And actually, I just want to say I have like several emails, you know, like those email notifications for my account. And I have a lot of DMs I need to respond to. And I know there's at least five guys that have DM'd me that are listening to the podcast. So I just want to apologize. I haven't had a chance to get back to those people yet. Snap to it, Mr. Patrick. I know. I know. It's it's been your busy. public your public awaits you. <laughs> you need an assistant to answer these I have two of them. And to, and to sell your underwear. <laughs> I'm about to say if we sold his underwear, we could afford that assistant. I got two assistants, just not for this. <laughs> well, you need an underwear assistant, obviously. All right, Mr. Stevie, who had an account go away and come back. Yeah, at this exact moment, I'm still available at um, undies underscore cub on Instagram and undies cub on Twitter. And hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> they gave the you during account back? Just in case. <laughs> yeah, Good. I came back um, earlier this week. I got really excited for that. So I put my, I put my appeal in and I, I got it back. Good. Yay. Yeah, because somebody asked me yesterday what your account was. And I'm like, currently you can find him at his original account. <laughs> yeah. that you knew so go look for him and i'll keep the other one for a backup just in case yeah because god only knows what's going to happen with instagram and their goofy ass rules Ugh, i know good luck may the odds ever be in your favor <laughs> mr cody yeah so uh you can find us on our website at the that's also where you can find our line of swimwear um, towels and shirts that we've put together. We've done some really awesome collaborations and have some really cool stuff coming up in the works. Um, on Instagram, which is where the biggest bulk of our community is, is the underscore Speedo Movement. Under Okay, I'm sorry, the underscore Speedo underscore Movement. Right now, we are finishing up our 15,000 community member celebration. We have a prize pack with hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff from various companies for the winner. I'm I've actually, as we've been talking, been posting um, so many entries to that. So Joe and our ambassadors and I are going to work over the next week to pick the winner of that huge prize pack. And of course, Facebook, Twitter, and I think, I don't know, we do have a TikTok, but we don't have anything up on it yet because I've been busy. So that's where you can find us. 
<laughs> on TikTok, you need to be doing the silhouette challenge. What's that? I don't know what that is. What? Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, Cody. I don't. It's... You're on TikTok more than anyone I know, and you don't know what the silhouette challenge is? I don't. No, but tell me. You're going to have to look it up. I can't tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. can't show you everything. <laughs> exactly. You need to experience it for yourself. Okay, I'll look it up. Oh, and you can find us, uh, me, at UNBTM on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the blog, unbblog.com. And go join our Patreon. Something new this week. If you listen to our last podcast, The Barely Brief with me and Stevie, you get official artwork every three months if you're at the $10 marker greater. So you'll get Ooh. exclusive limited edition artwork drawn by me. Amazing. So, so yeah, the first one's up. Uh, it is goes out in the next three months it's every three months you'll get a new one patreon started doing merch so you can get like a print which i opted for a sticker or a coffee mug we have to up our pledge if you want a coffee mug because they're a little expensive so yeah so go join our patreon you can even join for as little as a dollar and we goes up from there i'm going to add some more higher end tiers as well just to get some better merchandise and us some more funds we can finally get our microphones and pay for extra hosting, which we're going to need really soon because we do a lot of podcasting. Uh, so, yeah, go join, support us. And, yeah, that's it. So thank you for joining us, everyone. We will be back with you in three weeks for the regular show. Uh, hopefully we'll have a new thong show coming up soon. I'm looking at Mr. Andy uh, since it's so popular. We'll have another Barely Brief. And we'll have some more brief tales coming up. I have three in the can and I got to harass some people and get some more. So have a great week, everyone. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.